Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the face of motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group looking for recommendations on how to navigate responding to family members who demand hugs and kisses from kiddos. My husband's family is full of huggy, kissy people. When leaving after a visit, my in-laws lay in hard with their request, more of a demand for goodbye hugs and kisses for my three-year-old, who sometimes doesn't want to. My feeling is, if she doesn't want to, I don't force her. However, she gets a lot of pressure from the grandparents expecting the physical affection. I want my children to feel comfortable, but don't know how to get all the family members on board without hurt feelings is their hope. I like this question a lot. I think it's something that comes up more and more. And I will say, I notice a little bit some of the older people in my life when I'm like oh go give them a hug and kiss goodbye that sometimes it's those people who are like if you want to I think that this message of like let's not force physical affection on kids is that message is getting out there a little bit more that people don't have to hug and kiss but that doesn't mean that your in-laws have necessarily gotten the message here and so I'm going to link to an article from today.com. Dr. Deborah Gilboa, a parenting expert and today tastemaker, says physical touch should never be coercive. It is super confusing to send kids the mixed messages of body privacy and body safety and then force them to do something intimate with their bodies. And yes, I think the big picture rule here is that you should not force kids to hug and kiss people who they don't feel comfortable hugging and kissing. Now, you don't want to get into this every single time. No, see, Grandma, we are working on consent, and so we no longer believe in hugs. You're going to get a lot of eye rolls and a lot of friction. So I would say that the thing to do is to make a plan in advance. And always we try to operate from our place of maximum generosity. I do think it's important for kids to be nice to people. A lot of kids are frightened of older people, which can be a hurtful feeling for the older person. And it's natural. Kids are frightened of things that they find different from the norm. So sometimes if you have an older relative, they might 
be less comfortable with physical affection for that person. And I think it's really important to, in advance, talk to your kids and say, hey, before we leave the party, we're going to say goodbye to everybody. But if you don't feel like giving hugs and getting kisses from everyone at the party, that's totally fine. That's your choice. And it's up to you to decide who you feel comfortable with. What might feel more comfortable than a hug? Uh, How about a blown kiss? How about a virtual hug? We just had a run-in with COVID. A couple of my kids had it. We did a lot of virtual hugging. They stood on the other side of the room and I would throw them a hug and they would catch it and hug themselves and they would throw one back to me. That's an option. You can go with a handshake. You can go with a high five. And so then rather than the conversation being, come give grandma a hug and saying, actually, We have these feelings about hugging and it's a theory and you may not have heard of it, but we really are trying to give bodily autonomy. But you say, you know, how about a big blown kiss or a bit and you celebrate it. You offer a non-negotiable option to those people. And then if they start saying, no, I don't want a blown kiss. I want a hug. You say, well, that's what my child feels comfortable with. So that's what she's going to give. And You have a plan rather than a conversation and you offer something in its place. And then I would stand between that person and my kid and say, actually, she doesn't feel comfortable with hugging, but she would love to blow you a kiss. That's what her preference is because it just gives you somewhere to go. I also have found this book. I don't know who posted it. It might have been someone in the Facebook group, actually. And it's called Don't Hug Doug by Carrie Finison, F-I-N-I-S-O-N. I'll put a link to it in our bookshop. It's called Don't Hug Doug, parentheses. He doesn't like it. I'll give you a little excerpt from it. Doug doesn't like hugs. He thinks hugs are too squeezy, too squashy, too squishy, too smushy. He doesn't like hello hugs or goodbye hugs, game-winning home run hugs, or dropped ice cream cone hugs. He definitely doesn't like birthday hugs. He'd much rather give a high five, a low five, a side five, a double five, or a spinny five. Yep, some people love hugs, other people don't. I love this book. If you're struggling with it, I would read it with your kid, and this will open up a dialogue about how do you feel about hugs? Do you always feel in the mood to give hugs? How can we strategize together about what happens if someone tries to give you a hug and you don't want one? And that helps with the underlying thing. I believe that most children in their lifetime will receive hugs from people who they wished had not hugged them. I think that is something that in our world is realistically going to happen. And I don't think it's like, If your kid is ever in a position where they get hugged, where they didn't want to get hugged, it's a huge deal. But I do think what is a huge deal is imparting to your kids, hey, you have a choice about who touches you and how and when. And so, yeah, sometimes we get hugs and we're just really not in the mood for them. So how can we strategize about saying, hey, I'd rather blow you a kiss. I'm going to give you a virtual hug and possibly... After COVID, maybe this is a little bit easier that we're not all quite as like huggy, kissy up in each other's faces all the time. And so plan in advance. Tell your kids it is okay not to like hugs. Strategize with them about what can go in the place of hugs. And check out the book, Don't Hug Doug. He doesn't like it for a great way to start the dialogue on this with your kid. And also, listen, you can always hand out some copies to the in-laws too. 
I hope that helps. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can send them to questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com or just come on over to our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash whatfreshhellcast and ask your question there and you may hear it answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wannabe Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks.